everyone and welcome to the doctors of running virtual roundtable where we three at the moment two doctors of physical therapy discuss the art and science on what we put on our feet on the docket today we have the mizuno wave horizon four um nathan uh cannot join us today because he is the only dad and husband of the group so he has some other duties he had to, uh, to attend to so he'll be joining us again next week um he's also not a stability guy this is a stability issue so he has some thoughts on it but it's appropriate right so let's start with um we're thinking of you nathan uh let's start with some quick specs on this so for a men's size nine we're going to measure this live too uh men's size nine is a uh 11.3 ounces uh with a 10 millimeter drop women's uh size their standard size which i think is size seven i should know this um is a is 9.9 .9 ounces uh, the upper is a arrow hug and arrow mesh upper, which does a really good job of being fairly breathable and locking the foot down super well. Uh, the outsole is an X10 carbon rubber, so it's super durable. Um, again, as mentioned, there's a 10 millimeter drop. We don't have stack measurements, correct, David? Did you get those? Not that I know of, no. Yeah, so we don't have that. We're in the process of uh, investing in some devices to allow us to do that, um, just to double check this. And then um, the sole, the midsole is a combination of a couple things. Mizuno's new material, the X-Pop. Um, they have another cool material that's coming out soon that we'll talk about in a, in a month or so that we're excited for. Um, there's a combination here of a U-Fork and a U-Fork X midsole. This is one of the new Mizuno shoes that does not have a wave plate in it. The Mizuno wave in this plate, instead of being a plate, is actually a setup between the dual uh, or tri, because it's three different materials, between the different materials, it's set up to create a, essentially a wedge, which you can see very, just a little bit, that goes throughout the length of the shoe. And this is a high stability, this is marketed as a high stability shoe, um, but there is no formal post here. It is, they do it differently through the setup of the materials to create basically a wedge, which is different than a post um, throughout the length of the shoe. Although you could argue it's a, somewhat of a post not really because it's not a separate material it's a combination of two materials so we're getting super technical here we need to have another expansion of that term um so yeah david what are your what are your thoughts on this shoe unless you want to do the the magic weigh-in right now and i i might actually grab my scale as well okay well you know in the spirit of specifications and things like that i'll, I'll do the live live weigh-in right now let me get it here. Let's get it all set up and move my mouse out of the way. Power is on. So I'm a size nine and a half for our viewers. So I'm going to put it on right now. Looks like we are weighing in at 11.1 ounces for a size nine and a half men's. Wow. So maybe lighter than the expected weight because that was the, their weight is for a size nine, a size nine usually. Size nine. As nine, as far as we know. Uh, I'm a size 10, so I'm going to weigh mine. And I have 11.8 ounces. Yeah. And a half size up. So that's interesting. Uh, there's always interesting. I, I, I wish I'd, I'd taken the time to look at how much there's a weight difference between different sizes, but. Uh, yeah, so we got 11.1 for size 9.5, 11.8 ounces for size 10. Um, and then we'll have to bug Nathan later about what ha having him remember <laughs> is, because he's the only size 9 in the group. It's the lucky sample size. You ready? Showtime. 
On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So, yeah. David, what are your what are your thoughts on the shoe? I actually am a big fan. Hmm. Uh. I think it's a very interesting shoe because we start to move away from posting and we'll, we'll get a, we'll get more into that later. But I think the idea of creating a stable shoe, but a dynamically stable shoe that changes the way that it reacts based on the loads put upon it is a very interesting idea. And one that I think this shoe implements relatively well. And so like how you were mentioning earlier with the wedge, you can see there's definitely a medial sole flare on there, but there's also a lateral one too. And the medial ones raise just slightly up, so it almost creates this wider platform that you're landing upon. And then if you have any of that medial lateral deviation uh, in that midfoot, it it almost you almost like sink into this platform, and it helps guide you almost without locking any portion of the foot out in any way or trying to necessarily limit motion. It seems to be more of a facilitation of motion, which is something that I think is really interesting. Um, we'll touch on that just overall the stability, but yeah, go for it. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'm just touching the surface here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think it's great. I mean, this thing is a workhorse in every aspect of the word. Uh, I mean, both of us said in the review online that this thing's a tank. It is. It could go through several world wars and come out. Okay. So, yeah, it's <laughs> it is very very durable. There is no concerns here. Um, I think the big thing for me is is weight. I think it is a little on the heavy side. We'll go into that more later. But uh, overall, I mean, I do like the shoe. I think the fit is also amazing, and I I will go into that more. I think as well. But overall, I'm very very pleased with it. Yeah, it's a good it's a good shoe. Um, I I agree with you on all those points where. It is definitely a, a workhouse, it, work, workhorse shoe. It is a, it's a big shoe, right? It's not as necessarily as big as some of the other like maximal competitors out there, but it's definitely a hefty shoe. And uh, this one gets an award for durability because again, as David and Nathan have mentioned many times, I am the destroyer of the group. And I have probably like 300 to 400 miles on these, um, including a ton of walking because this has become my primary like work shoe in the clinic. And uh, just looking, like, Dan, do you see not much in the in wear on that lateral heel? So, like, that's amazing. I don't think I've ever had a shoe that's dealt that like been able to do that because I chew through them. And uh, so I'm I'm very impressed. Um, it it's really held up well. Uh, the stability is very interesting, and as um, David mentioned. It, no post, right? So when I first put these on, it was, you know, as that's becoming more normal, so less posts, more of these different intricate methods. So Mizuno uses, you know, some sole flare on both sides, so bilaterally. Um, they've got a wedge in there. They've got two different, a couple, three different sole, or midsole material setups to be able to create a stable ride without an aggressive post. So if you're looking for that really aggressive push into your arch, you're, you're not going to get this 
with that shoe. But if you're looking for a stable shoe that will keep you going for long miles, I, like, I can definitely tell a difference, especially when I get into longer miles, between a neutral and a stability shoe. And I can definitely tell it's a stability shoe. When you first put it on, you're going to feel your foot push a little bit in one direction, but you're not going to get that like, that like aggressive push into your arch. So it's different, especially being a, a like a more maximal stability shoe. Um, or like I shouldn't say maximal, a high stability shoe. So it's interesting. Um, the X-Pop, it, it takes a little bit to feel that, right? Because the shoe is so, it is very heavy. It takes a little bit to get used to it. Once you get it going, it is fine. You'll get that balance, but those initial miles are like, oh my gosh, my hip flexors are killing me. And then you get over it. So um, I tend to like lightweight trainers and uh, it was, this was not my, not, I was like, okay, I got to get miles in these. And it really started to grow on me. Like, I wear this pretty much every day as a, uh, as a, now as a work shoe, as it's been retired, even though it's doing fine. Sole still feels great. Like the cushioning's still there. Um, even though, cause the wave plate is what made you, Zuno unique and especially durable too. Even though it's not where there, the sole is still holding up super well. Um, the transition is also pretty smooth. It doesn't have as much heel bevel as maybe say other companies, but it's definitely, Mizuno's always been pretty decent at that. Um, but yeah, it compresses really nicely. And so, you know, landing's pretty good. The toe off is super smooth. Uh, there's a good amount of flexibility for a maximal stability shoe and like a thickly cushioned shoe. So it's, it's pretty, it's great. Like it's, it's got a smooth ride, which is one of the, the names of the technologies they use to supposedly make <laughs> That anatomic flex is a smooth right, right? So I, that was not intended. Um, upper is really comfortable. Um, there is a, a thick heel counter in here that I never felt because there's so much cushioning around the upper. Um, it's pretty durable too. I don't have, again, no other than a bunch of cat hair on mine. I don't have really any wear issues. Um, it does fit a little snug when you first put it on, but the thing stretches out super well. And there's yeah. a amount of room, uh, and it really does accommodate super well and does hold the foot down really well. I one of the few shoes I didn't have to lace lock, right? I didn't have to yeah. do that at all, and it still held me super well through all the miles. So, yeah, Mizuno, really, really impressed that you could create such a, a stable shoe without posting, use some other methods, and it's still hefty. Like, that's, I think, our both of our, our, our comments is, like, I think you can drop some weight off of this. Um, but a great shoe, and, I mean, like, it, it's a tank. You can't, you can't break it down. It holds on super well. Um, Definitely. Yeah, I almost didn't notice the ten millimeter drop too. Uh, it, it's like everything just—it's so—it's such a smooth shoe that it does a great job of that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, just to piggyback off of that, yeah, great job on the fluidity of things. I think the way foam, the way it facilitates the motion and guides the motion is just yeah. so great. It's almost like a high stability shoe that feels like a neutral shoe, and it kind right. of blows your mind a little bit. It doesn't feel like a high stability shoe. Yeah. But at the same time, it very much is. Definitely. And so I, it, it's just insane. And I think the the upper is so great and one of the best uppers I've probably put on. It's not super wide anywhere. I would I would like to call it like lightly snug. Yeah. Like it just holds it so nicely, your foot. And I think it's very true to size. Uh, length's fine, width is fine. It's not like it's narrow. It definitely has a little bit of space in there. Yeah. And that heel is maybe a little on the wide side, but I mean, you have so much cushion, like you had yeah. mentioned, the collar and the counter there, it does not really come into play at all. It's it, it's like the, it's just such a comfy shoe. Right. But like in terms of sitting in it, it's like, this is what I picture the robe by the fireplace. Like, 
it yeah, turns into a running shoe on how it possible. feels. One of the comments is the arrow hug, which I believe is like, especially around the midfoot, does actually work. I can't tell the number of companies that say, yeah, oh, we yeah. have this like nice midfoot lockdown and your foot still moves all over the place and I still got a lace lock to shoe. This actually works super well in the shoe and it like, you can't even see it. It doesn't look too massive, but it, it really helps keep your foot secure. Um, I guess you can't see it, right? So Yeah, you can, uh, can kind of see it. Yeah, but it does a good job right. of walking well, down well without you noticing it. Like I didn't notice it and I had to remind myself like, oh, I didn't need a lace lock this shoe. It's, I'm, I'm secure in it and not feeling compressed. So yeah, good job on like all around on the shoe. We were very impressed. Just kind of lighten it down a little bit. That's about it. <laughs> I think the X-Pop's pretty great too. Uh, I know that's kind of their big thing right now moving forward yeah. with this new foam wave. And this one's kind of planted right where that, that rear foot kind of goes into the midfoot to forefoot transition. Yeah. And it's that PU-based foam, man. It's almost like you drop into this nice, responsive, but still plush foam. And so for being a shoe that's over 11 ounces, you can still run pretty fast in it. You and can. It's, it's, it's kind of weird. Like, it is mind-boggling because I've had several miles under six minutes here on regular runs that you're just kind of in rhythm. And you don't notice how fast you're going. If anything, you feel like you're going much slower than what you're actually going. I, I, am, very, uh, I am very surprised still that you took it under six-minute pace. This is not a shoe that I ever reached <laughs> for when I was going to do anything fast. It is a good shoe. Well, yeah, and then, I would not suggest it for trying to do all out speed. Um, no. It will get you through a marathon or whatever race distance you want. It may not be as fast as you want, but it will definitely – it's not meant as a speed day shoe. <laughs> so that should speak more to David's abilities uh, as being able to take a shoe like this under that pace. So, uh, But that is not – it's not a racing shoe for sure. It is a trainer. Um, although super awesome as a walking shoe as well. Like, definitely. I think, David and I have both done this where we've worn it like for like long hours, like 10, 12 plus hours in clinic and walked away and feel, feel great, which is, you can't say that about a lot of shoes. So for those looking for yeah. a solid like double shoe that doubles as a nice walking shoe or standing shoe, this is awesome. It does a great job of like, again, no aggressive post, no irritation there, but just being smooth, comfortable. Hey, I can't ask for much more. Uh, yeah. yeah. David, any other comments on that, on the shoe in general? Uh, let me think about it. We got the fit. Yeah. Outsole's a tank. Midsole's yep. awesome. My, uh, my, my other comment, I'm impressed with Mizuno for moving away from the, the wave plate. It's not that I don't like the wave plate. Yeah. I think it has its purpose in certain shoes. But a lot of times in my experience, some of the wave plate could cause a lot of stiffness in the heel, which for some people works great. For me on certain days, I love that because like the Wave Rider, right, worked as a great shoe for me as somebody who needs yeah. a little stability and I was fine in it. Sometimes it can be, it could be a little harsh and it's amazing to watch Mizuna away from it and Mizuna actually try some stuff without it and it still works. This is super smooth. Like the heel trend, like the landing, all this stuff, super like smooth like butter. So I, Mizuno, like I, I appreciate you guys are flexible and going, hey, let's try some things. Because not everybody does that, right? To be to be flexible like that is yeah. cool. I want you guys to do that. So kudos. Yeah, definitely. I actually I like the word flexible there because it's that's what exactly what I think of. Because I love the Mizuno Wave Rider. That was my yeah. daily trainer of the year last year. Yeah. And but it's a very different shoe. Yeah, very different. And it's Even it's a lot more rigid in the heel, and that mm -hmm. that that transition, although still very fluid, it's a lot more. I'll say I don't want to say stable, but yeah, it's a lot more rigid in that heel. Yeah. And that transition and that drops felt a little more. 
Whereas this one, you almost like sink into it a little bit without feeling like you're like sinking is not a good word. It's, right. Cause this isn't a, like this is not a soft it, You're transitioning too. nicely. Yeah. Right. It's not a soft. Yeah, it's not super either. soft either. It's kind of like right in that middle ground where it's not bone crushing firm, but it's not super soft. It's just like, you're like Goldilocks just right between the two of them, at least for us. Right. Cause that everybody, every person's yeah. going to interpret that differently, but uh, based on their very true. Yeah. But totally agree. Yeah. So, I mean, that's probably all the comments I have to say regarding just the build yeah. of the shoe. I mean, yeah, I think great. we'll go into a lot more detail later. Yeah. But in, in a, in the current state of the industry is making shoes lighter and lighter, and they are by far less and less durable. So this is definitely different if you're looking yeah. for a, da a durable, like dependable shoe that's going to last you a while. This is definitely it that, that provides some stability and some new methods. So good job. Uh, do we want to hit those fan questions? Let's do it. All right. So actually, our first fan quick question, it's kind of skewed because this actually comes from our boy Nathan Brown. <laughs> and I think it's a great question. And one He's not here, so it technically counts. Like, it technically yeah, counts. Yeah. He's okay. So he just wants to know uh, our thoughts on the stability mechanisms of this shoe and whether or not the transition away from a traditional posting model is a good thing overall whether it be from Mizuno or for the shoe industry as a whole? Uh, my opinion on that is I don't think it's bad. Um, I don't think posts are necessarily bad. I, I hope that's not how I come across in some of the, the articles that we write about, you know, different methods of stability. It's just that it's good to have options. That's the key because every person their mechanics are going to be totally different and people are going to find different things that work for them. Some people will find that based on the mechanics of their foot, a post works really, really well for them. Some people love that feeling of having that just pressed, like gently supporting into the arch or whatever part of their foot. Other people that still might need stability don't like that. So the great thing about the industry now is that there are options. I don't think we should necessarily move away from plates or from posts necessarily, but I think we should look at alternative methods of creating stability um, I don't think you're going to create something that's going to work for everyone, but th this is nice because it definitely may work for a large, a, a different population. So people who don't yeah. like those like high stability shoes or motion control shoes that are super aggressive and have that huge thing pushing into you, this is definitely worth looking into. And again, it's not bad to have different things. It's it's better to have that variety so you'll have people have things that work for them. It's the same that we've talked about this with the past with like the plated shoes, right? That, you know, there's no such thing as a best shoe for the population. It's mm -hmm. finding what works for you. And this is another great option. And right, because again, it's like a wedge, but it's not an aggressive wedge where you can't move. It's, it's still using the foam. There's a good amount of it, right? There's some sole flare, it's a wider base. It's a good, you know, all these mechanisms that kind of work together to do this instead of just saying, oh, it's posted, so that's it. Um, which there are plenty of unstable posted shoes, right? Okay. So if you have a super soft midsole and you put a post in there, that's also so, it's like, dude, it's your foot's still moving all over the place and it doesn't feel like it. This feels comfortably stable in a good way. So I think it's a good thing that people are trying new options. I hope they don't get rid of all of them because it, again, it, different things work for different people. What do you yeah. think? And just to go off of that, I agree completely. I think different things work for different people and the rigidity of a post as well in a certain portion of the foot, whether it be a rear foot, midfoot, or forefoot posting, people are going to respond differently and they're going to like the ride differently for each shoe. I know for you, 
you tend to like more of that forefoot stability, correct? Yep. Yeah. And so that might be Let's very have. different where someone, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but a lot of the shoes, you know, like that real old model of just like post up that navicular and give it that little bit of lift, control that midfoot pronation, uh, motion control, high stability, like the, the old way of thinking about shoes. I think there's a time and place for it, but I don't, I think it is good that we're expanding the options here because that, that's not the case for everyone. Right. I think with posting in general, there's not enough research out there to show its true effects on quote unquote limiting motion in any way. And right. I think that uh, in the old model of things too, you would look at the rear foot and you would say, oh, is it everted? Is it inverted? And how is this adjusting the foot to make it, you know, in a sagittal plane of motion when in reality, you're never going to be in that situation. Huh you're going to be running and you're going to be moving and these things are dynamic. And so I, I actually, I love the move away from the post for the innovative reasons and for creating so much more options for people and creating this, this fluid network of what is a shoe. And so I, I think it's great that we're moving away. I do think there is a time and place. Like if you collapse like super hard on that forefoot and you're not able to control it and your toe off ends up getting all wonky because of it. Maybe it is good to have a little bit more rigidity right. and stability in that area. Um, but only the runner is going to know that. And right. you're only going to know that after wearing a couple different shoes. And so it's kind of like the Goldilocks situation. And so by expanding our horizons, unintentional plug, but <laughs> I just realized that, but, uh, by expanding our horizons there, uh, I think it's a great thing for the footwear industry as a whole. And I think the idea of a dual, uh, um, a dual foam midsole is super intriguing and it's popping up more and more. And I think it's, I think it's a good thing overall. On a side note, before I comment on some of the research, uh, I think we should make it a point with every one of these uh, uh, round table discussions to try to use the name of the shoe as a pun in at some oh, point in the discussion, because that was good. <laughs> Have we done that? that Have we done that with any of the other shoes? We we gotta start this because like, yeah, expand your horizons. That was good. I like that. That's that's good. I, I didn't even mean to. That's all. <laughs> you feel like somebody gets a prize for the first one to like drop a pun like that in the the round table. So we'll we'll figure that out. Uh, that'll be added maybe. Um, okay. But yeah, just on some of the research that David mentioned. So a lot of the re the current day research has shown that the that regardless of the stability method of the post, a lot of times the foot's still gonna do its own thing, right? So Ben O'Neig, who I know, people that know me will, I re right, know me, I reference him a lot. Um, the shoe tends to do its own thing in terms of motion regardless of what you put it in. Um, however, what should be noted is there is plenty of research to show that you can affect somebody's fatigue level, right, with posts and stuff like that, depending on the person. So people that might have a little bit more foot motion there that don't have as much good control over that foot motion might benefit from a stability uh, shoe just to help with fatigue over longer mileage or to help a little bit with, with their mechanics as doctors of physical therapy we do have to mention that while it is nice to have a like shoe to correct some of that you should also be working on that from a strength and mobility perspective as much as yes. possible right because your own body is going to be you know that, I, david gets the same thing where we we have all these emails that ask like oh should i keep changing shoes and like instead of going through like 40 different pairs of shoes why don't you you, you should optimally address your own mechanics first and then and yeah. then figure out okay how far can i go and then what do i need from the shoe rather than what's the shoe i need and then keep bouncing between shoes like yes. 
not that we don't do that, right? That's how this website started is me doing that. But, you know, <laughs> like looking for that Goldilocks shoe, not necessarily for stability, right. but you should address your own mechanics first and then find out what you need from the shoe, right? But should be known Definitely. again, like posting can certainly influence in that. We're not saying it doesn't work. We're not saying these stability methods yeah. don't work. It's just from a biomechanics standpoint, a lot of times the foot still does its own thing. So no, like when you have somebody, let's say not to, to poo poo on any of the running, like any of the running stores, right? But when somebody puts you on a treadmill and they say they're doing a gait analysis on you and they're trying to like influence your mechanics and stuff like that, they're probably not, to be honest. And it's really like some people are using computer based stuff and they're looking at the images, which is better. But, you know, it really you need to find what's comfortable for you. And that's a really hard thing to figure out. A lot of times you're not going to figure that out right in the store because a lot of shoes are now made to feel comfortable the second you put them on. And you're not going to know how it really performs until a couple miles in. So there's no definite answer on that. And I guarantee you, again, trying to set up the perfect biomechanics is not the way to go, right? And we know that from the research right now. That just like you got to find what's comfortable and you got to experiment a little bit. There's no right answer. Sorry. That's what you get when you go yeah. deeper, deeper down this rabbit hole. You know, if there's no definite answer, that's just what happens. Nathan, does that answer your question? <laughs> 40 minutes later? I think it does. All right, good. I think it does. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's Regina's a good point. I don't think yeah, Regina's getting on me about not going on such long tangents. I think I failed right there. So, <laughs> oh, anyway, sorry. I love it. I think it's fine. All right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think it's a good point that no shoe is going to, quote, unquote, fix you. And right. that the shoe is going to be this knight in shining armor that's going to do everything for you. And you're not going to have to actually strengthen any muscles or, <laughs> or you know, put the necessary yeah. work in to run. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't work like and that. So, I think that's, that's an important point is people don't realize that you do have to be in a certain level of shape to run. There are a good number of impact yeah. forces that happen with that. You need to, your body needs to be prepared to do that, to do it optimally. A lot of people can get away with it, but if you really want to make sure that you stay healthy and can, your body can deal with those impact forces, which it can if you train it, you really got to make sure you take care of it. And there's just a little extra work involved to really do this well. And we're biased on that because we're physical therapists. So <laughs> anyway. And as a frequently injured runner myself. Got to put the work in. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All righty. Well, the next question here, this is a long one, so I'll try and make it in, um, in chunks. But one thing, this is from Read, Eat, Write, Run. And so this is basically a question asking definitely more information on stability. Um, he or she would like it compared to either the Adrenaline 18, 19, 20, so the Adrenaline series. Right and or the New Balance 860s. Um, situation here is a, a uh, wide, yeah, wide foot men's 4E, however, female heels, so they locked the heel lace there. And they're looking for a shoe that they can't go zero drop, but they don't want to give Nike their money and they have a hard time finding a shoe that works for them. And so... <laughs> The wide foot in the stability shoe market is kind of interesting because a lot of them deload up that midfoot and then make it kind of like a little bit more of a narrow, more rigid kind of shoe sometimes. Not the case so much now. But basically, we're looking here for a just advice. 
<laughs> All right. That's fair. Um, I don't know if this shoe is going to be wide enough uh, for 4E because the Horizon, while it's a great shoe, does not come in a wide. Uh, the Inspire does. So the Inspire 16, which has a D, if you use the uh, knit version, has plenty of room. So that might be a better option. Um, it also depends on where that person needs stability and how they respond to posts. So again, you could try this one. There is, there's a good amount. It, it'll feel snug when you first put it on, but it will stretch for you. Um, this isn't a traditional stability shoe. Like, I guess the adrenaline is now, right? Where they got rid of the post and now they have the guide rails there. Um, I think the, from my experience, having run in the, the newer adrenaline as well, um, the guide rail on the adrenaline is a little more aggressive than this. Um, and it's a little bit more based in the rear foot. It doesn't seem to extend as far to the front of the foot. Whereas in the horizon, the stability definitely extends throughout the length of the shoe. So those people that need four foot stability are going to do well if they're looking for that. Not so much, I think, in the adrenaline. So the adrenaline, again, they're using some new technologies to try to, that non-posting, try to influence the, the movement of the foot. I think you're going to get a little bit more uh, traditional feeling out of this versus the adrenaline because the adrenaline... When you put it on, it to me, it felt like a neutral shoe, and I didn't notice it, it, it until the stability until I started running. Whereas this, when I put this on, I was like, I know this is a stability shoe, but it's just comfortable, and it feels good putting it, putting it on. So it's not like, it's not shoving it into you, but you do know it's a stability shoe. Um, whereas the Adrenal, I didn't get that. It wasn't until I started running, and I'm like, oh, this is aggressive. I did not expect that. So... I, I mean, we're biased, right? Because we work with Mizuno and not Brooks. But I would choose this one over the Adrenaline just based on that super smooth ride. Um, and personally, I do like the slightly lower drop in the 10 millimeter uh, just because it makes it a little more stable. If you do need a super wide one, the, the Inspire and the Adrenaline are quite similar in that regard where you can get a wide there. Um, yeah. There's a stiffer uh, rear foot that you will definitely notice. But again, I tend to like the wave uh, more than um, than the guide rails and the brooks. I do like the Ravenna though. Uh, the Ravenna is a good shoe, but that's not going to have nearly as much stability. And the Ravenna is going to be more Inspire are going to be more similar to the 860 because the 860, the shoe that will be most comparable to this from New Balance would probably be the 940, maybe or I haven't run in the Rubik's. Uh, I tried it on, but I don't know enough about it to really make a, or the Vongo, to make a comment on that. The 860 is definitely less of a stability shoe. Um, that would be more comparable to something like the Brooks Ravenna or the uh, Mizuno Wave Inspire than, say, the Horizon, which is a little higher uh, in stability. So, I mean, you're certainly going to get those, those wider fits. So if you really are sure you need that wide fit, I would probably take a look at the Inspire. Um, there's also the stability is integrated pretty well in that shoe. Given it's not a post, it's a wave plate. But yeah, it's just they're different shoes. The, the, to answer that question again, 860 is also going to have more stability in the rear foot, but not nearly as much. The adrenaline is going to have a lot of stability. You're not going to feel it until you run, and it's much more in or like take your first couple steps, and it's much more in the rear foot. Whereas if you need kind of a little more gentle stability across the full length of the foot, Horizon. I love it. Was that on track? I don't know if I'm Yeah, right. yeah, it definitely was. All right. You're good. You're fine. All right. Yeah, so for me, I mean, 
Uh, Matt's the stability guy of the group. Yeah. So if you have any stability questions, he's definitely going to be the one to go to. He loves stability shoes. That's what he uh, thrives on. Um, for me, I haven't run in the adrenalines personally since high school. I, I don't really feel comfortable commenting on that because it has been so long now. Right. So but from what I can actually remember, like the feel of that shoe, I think probably the Inspire is probably the closest I could think just yeah. off of long memory here. But yeah, I think it's, I mean, if we're going to compare, you know, shoes, I think that's probably the closest that I could think of in terms of stability there. Um, yeah. So shall we move on to the comparison yeah. question? Yeah. <laughs> if I didn't already. All right. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> so this one comes from our fan, Corey Harold, and he wants to know if this shoe was a Ben & Jerry ice cream flavor, oh, awesome. yeah. what would it be? Uh, can I go first? Go for it. Um, if, this, if this was a um, Ben & Jerry's ice cream flavor, I would say this is the New York Super Fudge Chunk. Cause it's a bit of a, it's a, it's definitely got some heft to it, right? It's a little heavy, but it's pretty good, right? And it's definitely tough, right? It's New York. It's it's tough as nails. So this you can't you can't break this shit. It'll break you first. It's not gonna break. I'm just kidding. It's not gonna break you. Uh, it's a super comfortable. Food. Um, but that's what I would I would choose just based on that because like, that's one of my it's one of my favorite ice cream flavors just because I love like fudge that like the nuts of the white and dark chocolate there's a ton of stuff in here to keep you going but it's also super tough um and surprisingly smooth right so it's like seems like there's a yeah. there's heavy in there but it's surprisingly smooth going down so that would be my ice cream flavors new york super fudge chunk i love it david what, what about you? you coming in with with some good answers early too i was actually prepared i'm not waiting till last second and making yeah. it up <laughs> Actually, I've got a good one, I think. Uh, mine's a little outside of the box, just like the last episode. So I'm going to actually go with the Tonight Dough. And here is why. All right. I'm excited. Now, Mizuno over the last year has shown a lot of signs of innovation and changing the way that they're making their shoes. And... They've done a good job of that, I think. And whether you're looking at the North American market or the Japanese market or wherever, they're, they're progressing with their midsoles, their foams, their plates. They're, they're, trying, to make, they're trying to make waves, quite literally. And, um, and progress Double points for David as, today. <laughs> on the fun level. But they're trying, to, they're trying to make waves. They're trying to be very relevant on the running scene. And I think they will be in the next year. And so as any up-and-coming star or even uh, veteran star, they deserve a spot on the Tonight Show. So I think they're going to be a hot topic in the next year. And so I think the Tonight Dough is appropriate. All right. That's a, that's a great answer. They do have some super – they have some very cool stuff coming out that we can't tell you about yet, and they, they won't tell you either. We have an agreement with them for me not to review their uh, Japanese shoes, even though I love those. But they, they're, doing, they're doing good on all uh, – just because they're not available in the U.S. But um, even though I'm not going to comment too much on them, they, they do, they're, just, they're doing a good job. And uh, it's cool to see them stay, stay relevant because not every company out there is staying relevant. Um, yeah. And every company's trying doesn't mean they're staying relevant. And I think Mizuno's doing a good job of, of stepping up. 
Yeah. So, I mean, do you have any other closing comments or anything? No, I think, um, you know, I don't think we can give the shoe a hard time for being heavy because that's, it's not meant as a race day shoe. It's definitely stable. It's back yeah. well. Um, just know that's something we would just say, Hey, you could try maybe lighten up just a little bit, but, uh, it is a, it's not, that's not necessarily its purpose. It is a, it's a great shoe. I, as a stability guy, I did not expect to like this shoe. I was like, Oh, this is going to be heavy. Like, well, and I, it's been something I reached for, for, reached for, for a variety of things. So it's, I'm, I'm very impressed and, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see where they take this and take their other stuff coming in. So any last thoughts from you? Yeah, I agree completely. I mean, I think a lot of what makes this shoe so good in so many ways adds weight to the shoe. And so I think it's hard It's hard to say, like, you know, like, cut weight here, cut weight there. I mean, I think the upper might be a little thick, but it's still yeah. super comfortable, you know? Yeah, it's, you could probably knock a little bit off from the upper as well. Uh, yeah. So it's pretty thick, but comfortable, but pretty thick. Yeah, it, and maybe even the midsole. I mean, it is pretty plush, I think. So it is. you might be able to cut a little bit. They did do a good job of yeah. keeping it, like, still stable, though, right? So people will look at my recent yeah. review of the Saucony Hurricane, where I love the Power Run Plus, but the addition in the Hurricane made it actually, like, unstable for me, whereas Mizuno actually made that transition well and still kept a good stability shoe. So that might actually be a little bit, have a little, like, reach out to a larger variety of people now that there's not an aggressive post. So, yeah, I think they did a good job. Yeah, sorry to, not to interrupt you on that. No, you're fine, man. All righty. Well, then, uh, so we can close ourselves out then. All right. So these are our, these are our thoughts on the art and science behind putting the Mizuno Wave uh, Horizon 4 on your feet. Make sure to uh, subscribe below and check out our website at doctorsofrunning.com for detailed reviews and research reports. Uh, we look forward to meeting next time. And no, we do have a full multiple test review on this. And uh, Nathan should be back next time. He's also our, our relative uh, not stability guy, since David's the one who can handle anything. Nathan and I are more a little more sensitive on like what we can and can't handle in terms. Of, I just need a little stability usually, but uh, yeah, we like to keep each other healthy. So he he will be back next time with our non stability shoe. <laughs> <laughs>